Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, we talk movies right here each week on C19 TV. And if you're uh, listening uh, online, uh, that's C19, or watching online, that's C19.tv. The podcast is available, WG.org. Uh, really happy to have an incredible special guest with us today. Uh, all the way from the uh, the quantum entanglement zone, we've got uh, Scott Lang, Mr. Ant-Man himself, the master <laughs> of quantum entanglement. Very happy to have you here, man. Greg Tillman over there. Good to see I've you. I've been there. entangled in a lot of things over the years. I don't take that. Good to see you, man. Yeah, it's good to be here. We, both of us are kind of low energy today. We are. You, you've had yeah. an incredibly exciting week recently, and you're still recovering from the Garden Web. Uh, extravaganza yeah. that uh, went when they went to the dance. Absolutely, and, yeah. It's it's been an amazing time, yeah. and and when something like that happens, you really get a sense of the community support. Yeah, and uh, it was there. Yeah, uh, it oh, was yeah. there without a doubt, and uh, it was it was it was it was pretty awesome. I wore my red and black that day. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm glad, man. Yeah. I'm glad. Uh, I think it's the start of uh, of many to come. I, I don't think it's going to be a, a, a one time deal. I no. really don't. Right. And and Cleveland Community College. Uh, you know, an, announced uh, a new program as well, a new athletic program. You right. got uh, Chris Nanny. Chris Nanny, who used to work with us at Headline yeah. News. Yeah. He's the athletic director. He so is the first athletic talk director. Talk just a little bit about what's happening with that. This isn't movies, but it's still worth talking about. I got to say, I didn't realize that junior colleges uh, had sports programs, mm -hmm. and apparently it's, it is a big thing, and yeah. now we're a part of that. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I tell you what I'm looking forward to is when you do that water polo, I've got my horse trained with scuba gear. <laughs> and, and, I, and I know how to play water. Polo. You don't want to drown your pony. No, no. <laughs> so uh, congratulations. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to come up with a mascot right yeah, now. I know. And I've been voting. There's going on. So did I've you been vote? voting. What did you vote for? <laughs> the Yeti, man. I figured you did. Yes, I did. I figured yeah. you did. I think Tim's voted. I don't know who, who Tim, voted. Tim, Tim, let's go to Tim Cam. Tim Foster, yeah. He's so you really voted? busy, though, these days. You voted? So I think yeah. you're... See, he's really busy. He's been he reading... On? He's reading the Mueller report, oh. which surprises me because I didn't know he was interested in politics, right. and I didn't know he could read. Oh. So, and you didn't even know he knew how to say Mueller or Mueller, you know, Mueller? No, it's Ferris Mueller. Ferris Mueller. Bueller. Ferris yeah, Mueller. Yeah. Oh, he, that's what he thought. He thought it was the Ferris Mueller report. The Mueller report. That's what he thought. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, no, that's a different one. Yeah. That's a different, the Mueller, Mueller report, yeah. Well, Tim, good to see you, man. Appreciate you as yeah, always. Sloan buddy. Peterson's not referenced in the Mueller report, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> you look up, uh, if, if you see anything talking about a water tower, that's a yeah. whole different kind, yeah. of, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, check it out, check it out. Well, we do talk movies and other things that are uh, usually useless and uh, non-essential yeah. right here on Meet Me at the Movies, and we do appreciate you uh, spending time with us. So you're doing okay this week? We've both been kind of under the weather as well. Yeah, you, you've had a cold or something, I've and Tim something. has had a cold or something, yeah. and I've caught a cold or something yeah. from one of you probably. Yeah, I was patient zero from what I understand. Yeah. My, my family got it. My other office mates got it. So, yeah, I, you're welcome. 
welcome. You're welcome. The gift that keeps on giving. It is, man. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. uh, there's a lot happening in movies uh, as we are, are approaching the uh, preseason. Yep. <laughs> for uh, for the summer box office, uh, I, I don't feel like there is really much of a, de a dead time anymore. It seems like maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, maybe four weeks at some point out of the year, you've got this kind of dead zone time. Yeah, the summer movies are coming out in April now. Exactly, in some, like I mean, last year Black Panther came out what February. So, so oh, yeah, you know, it was it's nuts, and uh, we're we're not showing any signs of that slowing down from here on out. In the next few weeks, you've got Shazam coming out, and um, the buzz is good, right? Buzz is pretty yeah, good on good. that. You've also got uh, Disney's uh, Tim Burton take on Dumbo. Uh, that's coming out. Looking forward to that as well. I love Tim Burton. Uh, yeah, nice to see Michael uh, Keaton and Danny DeVito together. Exactly. Again. I, I'm I'm wondering if they'll do kind of any you know dress up as Batman and the Penguin. It'd be I mean, nice if there's a line or something <laughs> really that, they, that they pick off of the old movie. It really and, would. Yeah, I, I, would I would love to yeah. see that. They're only missing Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, I wish yeah. she would show up. That would be great. Yeah, that's a big loss though. It is. Yeah. What is? That she's not in. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I was like, Wait, did you hear something I didn't hear? <laughs> but she, she should be in everything. But she was an Ant Man of the Wasp, so that's you know, true. She, she that's did true. transition there. I mean, and I'm sorry I couldn't make it. I, we were going to go see this together. I don't, I don't yep. think we've done that hardly. It's been a long time. Yeah, and and yeah. my illness, my my yeah. brush with death last night <laughs> prevented me from joining you. So how was it? Well, you know, the the, the budget for this like 20 million. Uh, 70 million opening weekend uh, in the U.S. Uh, you know, it, it was a film, and I, I think Jordan Peele, um, he really, and it was also produced in part by uh, Blumhouse Productions. So, you know, Jason Blum, who we've talked about, understands limited budgets. He understands limited locations and also limited cast and yeah. how to make yeah. the most bang for your buck. Yeah. This movie kind of went out after that same kind of concept. Very um, limited locations, limited cast. Uh, limited uh, setups as well. You know, before we begin, I got to say, um, this is probably one of the most creative and non-traditional horror films I've ever seen. Um, I was really, truly looking forward to this, excited about this ever since I heard it was coming out. Great cast um, in this. Uh, you know, the, the storyline is pretty simple, and, it, and I say simple. The outer aspect of the storyline is pretty simple. A, a family's going on uh, a vacation, kind of a summer vacation at the beach. They get there and they come across evil doppelgangers. Okay. And the rest of the film, you're trying to figure out two questions. So here are your two story questions. Who are these doppelgangers? You know, what do they want? And if you want to add a third one, you know, why now? You know, what, why is this going on now and, and, and why is this happening? So that's kind of the mystery that unfolds the rest of the film. Do you get answers? You do get answers, but some of the answers you really have to think about. Um, some of the things I really liked about this movie, um, I really loved the sound design, excellent the score. You had this kind of um, typical score you would find in horror films, but at times they also throw in, throw in uh, songs and things that will throw you off mm -hmm. that you're like, that seems a little odd. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of jars you out of your comfort zone. Is that for a laugh or just to no, I think it's further done confuse to, you a little bit? I think it's done to can kind of confuse you, and, and, and some of it's done for laughs. I mean, there were a couple of things that were done for laughs, but some of it is to kind of get you off kilter. Um, the typical jump scares that you'll have in, in horror films, you'll find some of those. Some of those awesome shots of the uh, antagonist kind of coming to you with... Mm -hmm. You know, a knife, a sledgehammer, a bat, scissors, you name it. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you'll see. 
is it rough? Is it bloody? I mean, I saw the trailer. I see scissors. Yes. I see knives. Yeah, there there is violence in not this. Not for the kids. There but, is language in this. It's not for the kids, absolutely. Uh, not for the young kids. Uh, yeah, there is some blood and gore. Because some horror movies are kind of bloodless. Yeah, you know? yeah this, one, this, this is, one's got plenty of, plenty right. of blood. Uh, it's also got um, random scenes that almost seem to not make sense. Um, things that are thrown in to maybe, for me, uh, it, it took me out of the film, it took me out of the narrative, it took me out of the story. Uh, there was some symbolism there, but I think some of the symbolism can kind of get lost. Um, the, the lead acting, um, really, really stellar uh, in this, and uh, cinematography was beautiful. The uh, editing was pretty, pretty awesome as well. But the pacing aspect of it, the directorial pacing aspect of this was sluggish a bit at times. And a two hour film, um, there was a lot they were trying to tell you about kind of where these doppelgangers came from. And, and there are some answers that come toward the end of the film. But I, I did look at my watch three times That's over the course of this movie. Sign, really. And um, I really, really, truly wanted to love this film. But, but I, after all was said and done, I kind of walked away going, well, you know, I really didn't care for the characters. Uh, there was nothing that, that really made me care for the characters at all. Um, I thought there were some holes in the story, and the more I thought about it, the more those holes have become uh, apparent, not just with the story, but with the characters. Um, the narrative itself never really pulled me in to really care about what was going on, so I was along for the ride. It was, it was visually well worth checking out. Um, but I, I just, you know, two hours, two hours, uh, two hour film, uh, I really wanted to love it, but I just couldn't. Um, I, I appreciated what he was attempting to do, and I think he's an amazing filmmaker, and I think he's got the chops to continue doing stuff like this. But uh, I think it's a mixed bag with this film. I, I think there are going to be some that will absolutely love it because of its unique nature of it. Others that are going to walk away going, what the heck was that? And I'm kind of probably in the middle or things I really, really love, but other aspects of it that, that just, I was disengaged. So uh, B minus um, for this film. Surprises um, me. You know, yeah. it, I was really, my positive baggage was thinking this was probably going to be a solid A. But I, I just, you know, if it weren't for those positive elements of uh, the cinematography, the sound design, the acting, and the creative aspect of it, it probably would be more like a C minus for me. Mm. Wow. So wow. Uh, I, I, I'm not a, not a huge fan of it. It's not something that I'm going to watch on multiple viewings. I am going to probably go back and watch it one more time just to see if I can fill in some of the holes for myself. So he excelled at the mechanics of the film, yes. the technical aspects of it yep. as, a, as a filmmaker. Right. Uh, but it just didn't connect on a story. And we always say it always starts yep. and ends with a story. Yeah, yeah. And I think there were... Um, as I said, the more I've thought about it, the more holes I've found. So a disappointment from, from Get Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it, it's, still, you know it's still a decent film to watch, but, uh, but it's not going to be one that I'm going to own. Right. Probably the best way to describe right. it. So okay. I wish you could have gone with me because I would love to have, have, have heard our banter back and forth yeah. about yeah. this. Yeah, next time. Um, there, there were, um, there we'll was, we'll there hit the was, Avengers movie together. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> but there was one scene where there was just this, scattering of, of dead bodies all along the roadway and, and I hearkened back to the happening. Oh, and, no, um, so that was for that moment. Oh. I did, for that one brief moment.
Wow. So Us is in theaters now. And Any movie uh, that reminds you of the happening <laughs> is not going to be a good, that's not a good thing. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely much, much better than the happening. Please uh, understand that was just that one scene. There was just that one scene. Uh, there was also another film uh, that I got a chance to check out. I think I'm one of the five people in America that checked this movie out because <laughs> it is not doing well at the box office. The movie's called Captive State. Um, I love post-apocalyptic films. Yeah. Um, I, I love uh, these films that kind of take place after something has happened, whether it's a disaster, yep. you know, alien invasion, some yep. kind of creepy monster that's, that's taken over. Well, this particular film, Captive State, uh, aliens have invaded the world, and uh, they have basically uh, created a, a peace plan or an armistice with humanity, um, but they are occupying... The aliens are occupying and, and taking some resources from Earth. And uh, this film, uh, the genre really of this film, it, it's sci-fi, of course, but it also has got this almost a war noir feel to it because really? there is this, yeah, I mean, the way it's shot, um, the, the storyline is, is very much this espionage look at a resistance group. Do the aliens wear fedoras um, and no, trench coats? That would be, That'd be awesome. nice. That would be, you never go wrong with a fedora. No, you don't. They're always fedorable, no matter who's wearing them. Did always. you say fedorable? I did say fedorable. Wow. <laughs> Sorry I went there to begin with. I hate puns. But there's this underground movement, this underground resistance movement that's trying to overthrow the evil empire. Okay. You know, we've seen that before. We've heard that before. Uh, and, and, and we've seen it much, much better uh, than, than... So the aliens could have just easily been Nazis. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They could have been. They could have been. Um, and, and you know you see uh, you see the government kind of giving in to the demands and and trying to get up on the totem pole so they're not the ones that get squashed under the feet of the of the aliens. But yeah, you see this underground movement trying to um, have some sense of independence. Again. Mash that up with Casablanca, and that would be fun. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, visually, it was a very low budget film. Uh, John Goodman uh, was was a key star okay. in this. Uh, he did well. He had a, a really really good role. Um, I, I think the rest of the acting was, was, was okay for what this was. Uh, sound design was nice. The effects were okay for what they were. But uh, the, the story itself, again, just kind of got truly sluggish. Uh, it was probably 20 minutes too long. Right. And uh, I got to see this with Thomas, and we both really like these kinds of films typically. So we went in with, with uh, you know, relatively uh, decent expectations. But when I got word that the critic screening was canceled for this, that's, that's normally, normally a sign of two things. And the, the first sign is it's either going to be a bad film or a film not worth watching and, and critics are going to hate it. The second reason is it's critic proof and it doesn't really matter if critics show up. And right. those are typically the only times it will be cancellations or they just don't have a screening altogether for right. critics. This one airs on the other side. It was not a very good film. Um, it was, it was uh, really sub-average. Um, there was nothing that I will remember from this. I mean, I'm having a hard time now remembering, other than John Goodman, you know, mm -hmm. what else kind of showed up in this film. Too bad. Uh, but it, it's, you know, like I said, it was an okay film. Um, but that was really all I can give this. C-minus for this film. It just, it just didn't really take me anywhere that I haven't been before and I haven't been uh, in a better uh, vehicle before. You don't know you're having a bad week. I am, man. Yeah. I sure am. Yeah. I sure am. 
But uh, we'll take a break. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll come back. We'll talk about uh, my review of the 4DX Cinema experience. Uh, and also, uh, hopefully, we'll get to take five, and, and maybe we'll get a chance to talk about cinematography, uh, some of the best cinematography films. Cinema, cinema, some of the cinema best. Cinematography. Uh, cinematography. Some of the best films that relate to cinematography of all time. Maybe we'll talk about that more. We'll see right after this quick intermission on C19 TV's Meet Me in the Movies. Be a welder. The welding technology program at Cleveland Community College prepares you with the science, the technology, and the skills to be a successful welder. Experienced instructors using state-of-the-art equipment train students using industry standard skills developed through classroom training and practical application. Successful graduates are in high demand and are employed as entry-level technicians in welding and metalworking industries. Learn more. Call Cleveland Community College at 704-669-4077. Education is our most powerful tool to improve and change our world. Hi, I'm Rhonda Benfield, your host for School Matters. Join me for a new program every other week with information from and about the students and staff of Cleveland County Schools. Discover what our schools are doing to challenge students and help them reach their full potential. You can catch us on Spectrum Cable Channel 19 or stream us live on C19.tv. She gets her soccer skills from her mom, her sense of humor from her dad, and her drugs from her home medicine cabinet. Over half of misused medication comes from family and friends. Talk to your children about the dangers of prescription drug misuse. Secure your medication, take regular inventory to ensure nothing is missing, and properly dispose of expired or unused medication. Be aware, don't share, lock your meds. Welcome back to Meet Me the Movies. Uh, Greg and I are talking uh, talking during the break, really. Uh, yeah, you miss the good stuff. Yeah, we miss the good stuff. <laughs> now we're going to try to recreate it. That's Greg Tillman. I'm Noel T. Man the second. Uh, Tim Foster, uh, back here on the Tim Cam, keeping us in check. Uh, still working on that uh, Ferris Bueller report, uh, checking that out. And uh, we're really excited to, to hear what you're able to find out. Uh, um, it says Muller. It does? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, okay. was there a Principal Rooney in there, by chance, uh, listed at all? Do we know? You think so? Well, there okay. should be. Yeah, there should be. It yeah. does not. There and he's be. probably a Russian agent. I would think so. Yeah. With a name like Rooney. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, that sounds Russian to me. Yeah. Rulski. Rulski. You've been. You I've been know. to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> There's pictures of me in Russia <laughs> with, with armed guards. Yeah. Pretty crazy, isn't it? <laughs> but during the break, we were talking about uh, this new film experience called the 4DX Experience. And 
What this is, um, let me just, a little background, there's only 16 of these in the entire U.S. Charlotte has one of them. Uh, they just opened one at the uh, Regal uh, Stonecrest uh, Cinemas. And uh, it's pretty amazing, only 16 in the whole U.S. There are a lot of these in China. And uh, one of the reasons there's so many of these in China, after I kind of explained what it is, you'll know why. So come back with that question if, if I don't answer it. Right. But it is an experience where you actually feel like you're part of the movie. It's very immersive. You've got 3D glasses, which, of course, gives you the, the, depth. the visual depth yeah. of it. But you've also got seats that will move. So if you're doing, a, if there's a car chase, the seats are moving, rocking back and forth. They're leaning, and they're, they're doing this. So, yes, I did have Dramamine before I went to see this, <laughs> just in case I was prepared. It reminds me a little bit of Sensoround, Earthquake in, in the early yes. 70s. Yes, Because they had little things in the seats that would shake would you. Shake and, it. Yeah. and the seats yeah. do vibrate, they do shake, so that they do have that Sensoround appeal. But they also have uh, the Smell-O-Vision feel of it as well. I've done one of those before with the Scratch and Sniff card. Yeah. John Waters is polyester. Yes. You know. But exactly. But this is not a Scratch and Sniff. They yeah. actually pump in the sense. Um, like for Captain Marvel was the film I saw. Okay. So there were two instances where there were these smells. First one was when you, uh, these aliens are coming up on the shore, walking out of the ocean, and you smell cocoa butter, you smell like suntan oil. Okay. Uh, and then there's another scene where they're in uh, New Orleans and you start smelling all of these Cajun spices. And that was pretty cool. I mean, that's a pretty immersive experience, but they also have other things that, that bring you into this experience. Not just the shaking seats and not just uh, the smell and not just the 3D, but they also have um, water that will squirt up on you. So each seat has these, these things where it sprays water uh, or sprays cold, it's cold air. You've got these canisters uh, that are embedded in the seats beside you. So if somebody's shooting a bullet and it comes by one of the characters, you, you know, you actually Feel that. I'm not sure I like that, <laughs> but it might be cool. Is it cool? But I will say it's really cool. It's an, it's an incredible experience, and if you are somebody who wants to get immersed into a film, uh, this is a, a, a pretty interesting way to do it. There's an upcharge of about $8 per ticket, so you're paying for the experience, but every single seat in the theater has to be retrofitted to do all of this stuff. So there, there's a lot of maintenance involved in this. I got to talk to the, the PR uh, director for, uh, for Regal Cinemas who was there and uh, she said they're going to continue to see these expand. Um, they're really big in China. One of the reasons because in China you can, you, know, you can go on the street corner and buy Captain Marvel on a DVD. Yeah. They don't have the copyright um, laws in place that we do and so their bootlegging is crazy there. Absolutely crazy there. So the way they get people into theaters is to create these immersive experiences. Right. So 3D may not, 3D itself may not be that popular here in the U.S. anymore. It's huge in, uh, in China, huge in India, and these kind of theaters are big there. I don't think that they're going to be that big here. I think they're going to be kind of a niche thing. Right. I'm not going to pay to see it. I don't pay to go see 3D now. Yeah. Um, I, I will pay a little more to go see certain things in IMAX. But, um, you know, this is just kind of a, a, a thrill ride, and it's more like an amusement ride. I was going to say, I could see something like that working in, as a virtual rides and things at Disney World yeah. and, and it is Universal very, and that sort of thing. It's very similar to the same kind of things you might find at a Universal or a Disney. Mm -hmm. But, uh, 
you know, if you want to, if you want to experience it, uh, it is right here. Uh, you could, you could check it out in, in the Charlotte area. So, mm. so there you go. That's my review. I'm going to give it a solid yeah. B plus. You know, A plus for some, but for me, since I don't go do it a lot, I, you know, I'm, I go right down the middle. So. Just for the novelty of it. For the novelty of yeah. it, yeah. It's, it's probably worth it one time, mm. uh, and and I would, I would, make sure you choose your movies uh, wi wisely yeah. for that. Well, let's do a, we've got time for a take five, you think? It's, uh, we got about 25, mm, okay. 25 after yeah, See we'll what a, happens. We'll do a quick take five. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent died, uh, you know, not too long ago. And uh, Jan Michael Vincent, always been a big fan of, of this guy. Uh, grew up watching him in the Disney films. Yep. Uh, well, the Disney film that really uh, I, I, I truly loved um, and also enjoyed, enjoyed him with Burt Reynolds in another film. So let's, uh, here's my Cooper. take five of Jan Michael films that everybody should see. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent, uh, one of my first experiences was, I said, a Disney film. Uh, that was the world's greatest athlete from uh, 1973. Tim Conway in this, also John Amos uh, in this film. Uh, just a heck of a lot of fun about this, uh, this athlete who was taken from uh, Africa and could pretty much do anything. Uh, world's greatest athlete, uh, Jan Michael Vincent, early film from him. Uh, Big Wednesday, I'm a big surfing guy. I love yeah. surfing. Big Wednesday was a book that I loved, and the movie was, was as good as well in a whole different way to be able to see those waves. Uh, so if you like surfing, dude, check out Big Wednesday. Now, Burt Reynolds. Hooper. Hooper. Yeah. You loved this movie, didn't you? That was a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 One of his better ones, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, Jan Michael Vincent started Ski, and, and I changed my name to Ski uh, after that movie for about two weeks. Ski Manning? Ski Manning. Ski Manning. Not and bad, actually. Tim, Tim liked it. Yeah. You know, he, I, I told him about this before. He said, I like that. He said, you should have just stayed with it. Ski. Ski Manning. But, but uh, didn't stick. Didn't stick. Ski Foster? Ski Foster. Ski cam. Ooh. Ski Foster really works. I like that. No, you don't like ski it? Ski Cam. Ski Cam? Ski, ski Cam. Yeah. Huh. yeah. But people will be thinking they're looking at water skiing or slopes. He's outgrowing this show, by the way. He popped up on uh, Political Smackdown last Did he really? Week. Yeah, he did. And see, I've been trying to get on Political Smackdown for like two years now. Oh, it's, it's, it's the Ferris Bueller report. I understand. I understand. Uh, there was another uh, Jan Michael Vincent film from 1975. This was really a, an uh, Earl Owensby revenge-type picture. It was called White Line Fever, um, about a man and his uh, wife and uh, a run-in with some um, truckers that, that doesn't quite go as according to plan. White Line Fever. And the last one, uh, this goes back to 1967. Uh, Robert Conrad, always a big fan of Robert Conrad. Oh, the Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Yeah. Uh, there was a Western called The Bandits from 1967, and Jan Michael Vincent uh, in that film as well. So uh, wanted to, to celebrate uh, the life of Jan Michael Vincent. And I just so you know, anytime you saw him on screen, I was his body double. Really? I was his body double. I had, I had no idea. Uh, yep, yep. I was his body double and stunt double. So all that stuff in Hooper, that was me. The surfing, Big Wednesday, that was me. World's Greatest Athlete, was me. There were a lot of head injuries in, on films like that, right? Yeah, there are. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, wow. I'm still recovering from a few of those myself. No comment. No comment. Well, we do appreciate you guys hanging out with us, uh, spending time uh, talking movies. Uh, a lot of stuff we didn't get a chance to talk about, which is typically the case right here. If you want to email us, do that. How? C19. I have a cold. Give me a break. Cold meds. C19.tv. Okay. But if you want to email us, you do the info, info at, at c19.tv. Yeah, that's it. Caught him off guard. He wasn't paying attention, which is typically. No, Dayquil, man. Dayquil. Yeah.
Stay cool. All right. Uh, one quick thing, home delivery. Um, we're not going to do a movie quote. We're going to do a home delivery just because we can. Okay. Um, home delivery, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is available. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. And they also have an extended edition on Blu-ray that's got uh, like 30 more minutes of stuff on it. Really? So it's well worth checking out if you were a big fan of that Oscar winner, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now we'll talk about that movie quote of the week. I always like to leave you with a movie quote of the week. This does come from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Love this one. You know, you don't find somebody who's dead. They find you. Like the Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga. <laughs> oh so there's your movie quote of the week. It's <laughs> completely useless, but dang it was fun because I just wanted to say Baba Yaga. The facial expression is scary <laughs> enough. Tim, we appreciate you back there on the Tim Cam, Tim Foster, uh, Greg Tillman over here uh, beside me on uh, camera one, two, three, or four. I'm Noel T. Man of the Second. For me, me, the movies, we do appreciate you. Thanks as always. Till next time, that's a wrap. Thank you.